Hey, folks. That was faster than anticipated. Thanks for tuning into the BAMF podcast. Uh, we are 30 minutes ahead of showtime, but we're, we're, we're mavericks like that. We, we don't follow the rules. Uh, Dan and Chris are both available. Hey, we do have one audience member, sir. Thank you for joining. Feel free to comment. Um, and here is our theme music, so you can tell this is a real show. That's a, that high-quality musical intro assures you, gentle listener, that this is a high-quality podcast uh, made from the <laughs> finest, ethically sourced, geeky stuff, and, you know, a healthy farm-to-table podcast, if you will. And Artisanal. Artisanal. And with us today is a healthy geek, um, Dan Taylor. How are you doing, sir? I am good. Yourself? I'm all right. I'm all right. It is a real pleasure to have you on the podcast again, sir. Always a pleasure. And uh, You're Dan one of the is- few that will have me, so... <laughs> um we don't judge here we don't judge here um we wanted to talk about uh last time you were on you have a really cool uh you're doing catacombs and comedians which is a really cool uh live action dungeons and dragons streaming show and uh i neglected to neglect to introduce my co-host and he's making monkey faces at me so forgive me pump the brakes christopher mclaughlin is directly above me in the brady bunch grid chris good to have you sir please uh, say thank hi you Thank you, thank you, thank you. Just make sure it was one of those weird Twilight Zone things where, like, nobody else knew I was still alive or something. I'm sorry. It's, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. It's, it's all the Waterloo. It's gone straight to my head. Um, the, the spotlight should be on Dan and his awesomeness. But, but, but yes, but yes. But, but I'm here and glad to be. Well, um, Dan is doing this really cool uh, a streaming show with comedians inside a comedy club. You're the only guy I know doing this. And um, I have a brick wall background just in honor of the comedy club aspect of your project. I appreciate the improv touch there. <laughs> How, how's that been going for you? It is going amazingly well. I'm Not only am I surprised, the club bookers and owners and staff are all amazed at how well it's going. Uh, we, you know, I started on a whim doing it in one club here in, in Nashville, Tennessee called Zany's. And I've actually, I'm doing my third show there, August 23rd. And then uh, I've since then, I've done one show in Huntsville, Alabama uh, at Stand Up Live. And before we even took the stage, they already booked us for our second show there. So, and it's wow. a complete different set of comics. So I've got a Zany's crew and or i got a nashville crew at zany's and a huntsville crew at stand up live wow so you're you're, you're running the same campaign two different parties basically right um yeah not it's the same world mm-hmm. but they're you know it's just yes yeah, it's the same campaign but i'm not running the same adventures okay cool cool this is um wow i am really happy for your success that's awesome and you're a california guy is it weird at all being in the deep south it is really weird, but it's since I'm doing a comedy um, Dungeons and Dragons thing, I have had so much fun making fun of the South through Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, like the, I've created uh, region-specific monsters, such as um, like in the Nashville show, I had the the hot chicken, and the. Uh, <laughs> Huntsville, Alabama show. Their, you know, the mascot of their minor league team is the Trash Pandas, mm-hmm. uh, Angels uh, minor league affiliate. And there you go. So I had the dire Trash Panda. Oh, that's a beautiful <laughs> thing. 
What does he have clutched in his fist right there? It's a little rat. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, you've got some cool art for this project. I'd like to show it off. Um, before we get ahead of ourselves, we should probably uh, tell folks exactly what your project is for. It is for, uh, the official title would be Catacombs and Comedians Presents the Oddity Off-Print, a collection of five fearsome freaks. And it's, I've never done a zine quest before on Kickstarter. And mm -hmm. it, just, it just hit the right time. I know this isn't regularly the time that uh, Kickstarter does their zine quest for zines for role-playing games, but I jumped on it because I wanted... I mean, it all comes down to Steve Musgrave. He's doing the art of for all these creatures and foes and weirdos, and so I have. I wanted to show that off to everybody, and rather than just the crowd who are singing at the club and the one patron I have on my patron side. So uh, this this art right here, this is the uh, hot chicken, correct? Yes, the burnt ham is its original is its actual name and. You know, near the well, like it says there, in the southern regions of the village of Nash, the meat of the burnt is sought after delicacy, and um, it actually gives you a, if a character can survive the Constitution check if they eat it, that gives them a little fire resistance in the game. That, that is very cool. So, is this kind of a, a, a mini uh, gazetteer slash uh, monster manual? It's more along the lines of a monster manual. Okay. Um, yeah, it's going to, well, now I just announced an hour ago that we're going to do a stretch goal and hopefully we'll be adding a, the Dragonado because everybody loves their tornadoes down here. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, and there's the know, yeah. And like, it looks like a bong to me. <laughs> oh my God. I didn't see it until you said it. Now I can't unsee it. <laughs> <laughs> so that will be our next Kickstarter, the Dragonado bong. All right. <laughs> Um, I think you got a great merchandising idea. Merchandising idea. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not a great dungeon master or a writer, but I'm a hell of a merch guy. <laughs> that, that, that is a whole separate skill set, man. That is pretty cool. Um, all right. So, what do people get for their money on the Kickstarter? Um, well, it's easy. You get. For, I think it's three bucks. We've got the um, the PDF download, which will give you now six or yeah six uh creatures mm -hmm. so that's 50 cents a creature okay um cheaper than a cup of coffee exactly and then if you know and just because i want to do this as a zine it's not but i want to have it be in color because of steve's amazing art you know the zine's a little pricey it's you know i well what i got seven bucks if you're early nine if you're not um because it's you know it's not it's not going to be thick by any means it's not going to you know not going to be a doorstop of a book by any means at all. It's, well, it's, be it's, 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 it's a zine. It's not supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, exactly. And But it's going to be in color. And, um, you know, more than anything, the Kickstarter, I'm not going to make any rent money off this. This isn't going to save the farm. Um, this is just to show off the fantastic art that Steve is doing and get him a little, you know, beer money. I'm a favorite artist having beer money. Yeah, you know, I don't ever actually ask this question, but talking as one writer producer to another, I, I I am scared sometimes at how much of my budget goes to artists' beer money or just artists in general. Oh, exactly. And yeah. Steve on this project has been an absolute trooper and gentleman and a great collaborator. 
we're having so much fun with this. I'm, I mean, and I shouldn't even say this, but I have not paid him a dime for any of the artwork he's provided so far. We're just having fun coming up with this stuff and creating this stuff. So let, let me, I mean, as successful as it sounds that this whole Catacombs of Comedians thing has been, I, I haven't made a dime off of it yet either. When you've got it, when you consider, you know, the comics need to get paid for their stage time and the promotion. And, you know, you know, we've talked about paying for ads and doing all that sort of stuff and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So the main purpose if you're not allowed to do charity events on Kickstarter, but this is a charity to pay Steve Musgrave the money he deserves for the artwork that he's provided. Yeah. I, it's some beautiful art. We're looking at this piece right here of a, uh, well, tell me what this is. That is the tainted zombie. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, this is all you, man. Tell us all about the tainted zombie. The, well, right. I think that's an ogre and a gnome mm -hmm. on his back. That is no, that is intestines coming out. That's not, yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I was gonna say umbilical cord, I don't know where you were going. <laughs> I was also thinking umbilical cord <laughs> or maybe hernia, so. yeah. Um, but that the uh, in this campaign world, mm -hmm. there's this condition called the taint. Mm -hmm. And that's because it is fun to have four comics on stage and say the word taint as much as you possibly can. Oh, that's a beautiful thing, man. That's comedy gold. I'm there with you. All and right. if you check out the Catacombs and Comedians uh, podcast, the third episode where we were in Huntsville, if we had a drinking game where the word taint was said and the audience members had a drink, there would have been so many paramedics on site. <laughs> at that club because um, we i don't know what we said more taint are viscous but if you're talking about viscous taint it's a great night that, that is beautiful um we should point people to your podcast um if we want to find that where do we where, if i want to listen to the episode you just talked about where do i uh i go for that we're with uh, the big ones right now. We're on Apple, iTunes, uh, um, Spotify, and Google. I think, I, uh, and we a couple of the other smaller ones may have picked up whatever you know the, that automatically do it. Okay, but Spotify, iTunes, and Google uh, podcasts, you can find it. And um, there's links to all of them on the catacombsandcomedians.com website. Okay. Um, and uh, well, there's a lot of content there actually. Let me uh, share that page real fast. Um, right over here, Catacombs and Comedians. All right, and this looks like a, a very official looking uh, uh, stat block. Yeah, that's the first draft of the hot chicken. Um, that art was originally from Dan Lauer. I just borrowed it. That's before <laughs> Steve Musgrave became on, on board. Um, and he was, you know, Dan was gracious enough to let me use that. And uh, that's, I think uh, that's pretty much how it is. Um, yeah, you can see there that, uh, you know, the consumer must make a constitution saving throw. Not too hard, only a DC 10. Mm -hmm. So what happens if they fail that rule? Um, they just get, suffer two, two points of fire damage. Oh, it's not so bad then. No, it's just, they're just makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. And there's the cock and barrel instead of the. Uh, Cracker barrel. Yeah, yeah, instead of the Cracker Barrel, we have the Cock and Barrel. Mm -hmm. And it's 
as you would expect, I'm, I'm here, I'm pointing, you know, over here, you know, but yeah, there's where you get your little, your little niche, kitschy adventuring supplies in that little storefront up front. And then if you don't play Chinese checkers with grandma to unwind after the dinner, that's, that's the place you can do it. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think they had, you know, they're, they're, they have great biscuits. Uh, and then I also came up with the, the Huntsville show. We have a place uh, called the Awful House. <laughs> O-F-F-A-L, which serves great intestines. <laughs> you had a logo for that, didn't you? Yeah, there's a logo floating around on the Catacombs and Comedians website. And... Oh, you get art for the characters. Yeah, uh, uh, Steve, Stephen Coughlin did the art for the characters. I only work with Steve's. Well, that's, that's a good policy <laughs> nowadays when it comes to art. Yeah. Um, well, that is really awesome, man. All right. So how is the campaign going so far? Uh, I've had a couple generous uh, donors, but other than that, it hasn't been going off as well as I would expect. I think there was a snag. I wasn't um, listed as part of Zine Quest when it, when it launched. Mm. So, uh, you know, I had to t contact Kickstarter and say, hey, put me on there. But I've got plenty of time to do it. And again, I'm not, you know, this isn't going to, you know, make or break me. Um, but I'm sure, you know, we're only $165 away from getting it off. Mm. And I've got 19 days to do it. Yeah, that's plenty of time. You're going to be fine. Yeah, I've got oh, a couple yeah. more podcasts lined up. And then I've got, you know, and I'm ending it three or four days after the show, the next show at, in Nashville. So I'll promote the fuck out of it then. Ah, that, that, that's a good thing. And we have the explicit tag, so you can say fuck on this show and everything is just fine. <laughs> um, well, this is a cool project. I'm really happy for your success with this. Um, I was at a really funny and insightful question and it just exited my head completely. So Chris, I'm tagging you in. Say something entertaining and draw, draw Dan out in the conversation. Well, Go. I I think he may actually be onto something with this, no with this notion of, of, of like losing like one or two hit points. Because I'm, I'm now in love with the notion of losing one hit point isn't like pain. It's just like extreme awkwardness. Yeah. You know, like you, you, could, you could be in a tavern and hit and, and like hit on, you know, one of the bar maidens. And if you completely botch the role to impress her, it's like I'm, I'm assessing a hit point of damage because you feel re you feel really awkward. You know, like because your friends are going to flip you some good shit because you just did this so badly. I mean, you got to remember that hit points don't necessarily specifically just constitutional damage, you know, exactly. physical damage to your, you know, because you don't, you're not able to take more physical damage the higher level you get. It's just how you're able to avoid it and, you know, deal with it. So yeah. hit points should affect the psych as well as the body. Absolutely. Yes. And as well as the digestional system. <laughs> How about it, Mike? Did your question come back? Uh, no, I'm going on other stuff. It's it's gone completely. <laughs> Everything I turned 50 a couple months ago is that just that just happens sometimes. Well, no okay, idea. let me answer your question. I did recently find a beard guy here in Tennessee, and he's doing a great job. His name is D, and uh, mm -hmm. uh, so uh, yeah, this this uh, whole catacombs and comedians being on stage has allowed me to get a, a professional beard guy. You know, I gotta tell you, um, you're looking more like a game designer every time I talk to you, sir. <laughs> you, you really gotta, you gotta get that. You've got that full, you know, starter kit for Old Testament prophet, and that's a little bit most of those guys have. So. My goal is to be a Santa in a couple of years. So, 
I, I approve of this goal, sir. That is uh, that is admirable. I just can't say the word fuck as much, but yeah. It, it depends on where you're doing your Santa act at. But, yeah, uh, true. Yeah. And if I'm just still doing it at Zany's, it's all good. Um, yeah. No, but I will have you, I will let you know that doing this whole comedy thing had me up all night last night. Like, where am I going with this? How am I, how am I going to deal with this? Um, I've got to have a, a plan. So I think I planned the whole season one. Now it's having it. Now I have seasons apparently wow. for this. So I think I've got the season finale plan for maybe in November. And it's going to be a big crossover event between the two clubs, a whole contest Ooh. of champions type of thing. Ooh. I like that idea. I, I, my previous career, well, 20 years ago when I was running a lot of games, occasionally I would have two different groups in the same world, kind of like you are. And, you know, if every once in a while, if you're lucky and everyone's work schedules line up right, you get them all at the table at the same time that, you know, all the characters can meet each other. Kind of like when you have uh, old, I remember the old crossover episodes and the old TV, you know, sitcoms back in the day. Oh yes. yeah. 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 Just like that. That, that. that was like a summertime obsession for me was coming up, realizing shows that are in the same universe technically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone pointed out to me today on Twitter that um, the original really terrible Mortal Kombat movie is owned by the same company who did Samantha the Teenage Witch, that TV show on the WB or whatever. Yeah. And they had a promotional episode where one of the characters showed up and was Samantha's uncle by marriage. And uh, so Samantha the Teenage Witch is canonically in the same universe as Mortal Kombat. <laughs> well, doesn't it all come down to Timmy or Tommy from St. Elsewhere? Oh, uh, with the snow globe? Oh, yeah. 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 It's Timmy's world. We're just living in it, I think. Exactly. So, all right. You have been pushing the foul bore a lot, especially during Twitter's recent infatuation with Albears, thanks to the D&D movie. So uh, you've got some cool art. Tell Chris and I about the foul bore. What's going on there? The foul bore has become our unofficial mascot for catacombs and comedians. Um, I wanted to make the Albear is such a ridiculously dumb monster that everybody has fallen in love with with fifth edition making cute little plushies out of and things like that and pets and it's every druid's you know companion or whatever so i wanted to come up with something that sounded like owlbear so foulbor worked um and again this is where i just threw it out to to steve musgrave i said give me a cross between a turkey and a boar and this is what he came up with and it is horrifying and once i get once i get the image from him and that's when i do the stat block and and um you know because i think they say the owlbear may have been created by a wizard just experimenting well mine was created by a drunk wizard who wanted the op the you know ultimate delicacy of pork and bacon and turkey together and this is what he came up with and it didn't work out because it's a nasty nasty creature that fears nothing and we did use it in the second game at nashville the one the one that we have a video of you can see on youtube on the uh, zero level media youtube channel it's not great quality it's shot from the balcony and it gives you that sort of you know those two old guys in the Muppet show, you can critique it like they do. And uh, we had a guest uh, player, uh, comedian Aaron Weber, 
who did it, who had never ever played any Dungeons and Dragons before in his life. I mean, not a single die drop ever. <laughs> and he did a fantastic job playing a half orc fighter uh, battle axe for hire. And the Falbor was a hit. Um, and I put two of these creatures stuck on a barge with my party so they couldn't run away. And, uh, and all hell broke loose. I am talking on mute like a rank amateur, forgive me, sir. Um, <laughs> I just found your show on uh, on YouTube, and there's a bunch of companies that have names very similar to, to, to Level Zero, so I had to find it on uh, Catacombs and Comedians. But, uh, yeah, this looks really good. I will put this up in the show notes. People can check it out. It's not very long. It's just a two-hour show, which, uh, frankly, is a nice watch of the length for a uh, actual play show compared to some of the four-hour marathons and critical roles. Yeah, where you only have an hour and a half to be on stage, yeah. um, you know, because the staff are like, they we won't go home. We're done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the first time I did it, I ended early. I think it only lasted just over an hour, and the staff hadn't dropped their uh, checks yet. Mm. So there's, uh, yeah, so they were angry at me at that. So now I just wait. And in fact, I think in this show, you hear me say, okay, the staff have dropped their shit checks. I'm going to wrap this up. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, I think back to my old uh, comedian days, I mean, you got the, uh, yeah, the, the intro guy, you got the host who does five or 10 minutes. Then you got the, uh, uh, what do they call them? Featured. Feature. Then the headliner, and occasionally you can have two features depending on what club you're at. So, add them all together. That's yeah, it's about ninety minutes all together. Yeah, and so we just do it all. Um, we go straight out there and introduce ourselves quick. Start, you know, roll for initiative and get rolling. Um, How has the audience response been? Audience response has been, except for the like, you know, the one or two couples that show up not realizing what it is. Yeah. And like, what the hell? Um, I think, yeah, there's the awful house. I love that. <laughs> I'm going to get sued, but whatever. Yeah, Mar if Marvel and DC couldn't take me down for superhero happy hour, they can't take me down for this. Satire is protective speech in the United States. I think you should be. <laughs> and, uh, but the, the crowd, what's great is the crowd gets to participate because my. Um, my players don't know what the hell they're doing up on stage. Uh, some of them have never, one of them hasn't even read the rules at all. F few of them play maybe once a month with their improv group. Um, so they'll ask the audience, you know, what do I do now? What do I do here? And if, if someone in the audience comes up with a good idea, you know, I'll flip them an inspiration token that they, that I say, take home to your home game and tell your dungeon master that I say you have inspiration to use in his his or her game. Well, I'm neat once again, but yeah, that is that is awesome, man. And here is the logo you got for cock and barrel. Yes. Again, cock is a funny word. Cock is a hilarious <laughs> word. Um, because it's a C, it sounded both in and the beginning, and that's the only reason why. And it was a real and it was a fun logo to make. You should you should see the other version that got rejected, but <laughs> uh, describe it to me, sir. Yeah, the, uh, okay. yeah, that'll be on the video that's on Pornhub. 
Uh, understood. That's, that's where the real money is on Pornhub, I understand. So. I'll be there eventually. I think we all will. I think we all will. Well, that is really cool. Let's do one last tour through some of the art. Right, we talked about this guy. The taint. The taint. Okay, here is the dire trash panda. Which wasn't as strong as I had hoped with this. So I'm beefing it up. So if you listen to the third podcast, the Huntsville show, you go, oh, the dire you know, trash pan is not that tough. It's going to be tougher in the in the actual oddity off print. I'm boosting it up a little bit. I mean, what I'm doing is people are paying ten bucks a ticket to come watch people play test my my monsters. That's that's the whole thing. <laughs> it's a it's a sweet gig, man. I'm really jealous of the the fun you're having with this. Um, I'll probably I mean I mean I could franchise it out and you talk to your talk to your uh, club comedy clubs out there in Colorado and. You know, you're joking, but that's actually not a bad idea, man. <laughs> so, uh, I do want to, what I do want to do is do it because I wanted to do a streaming show where I get the comedians and we play, you know, just like, you know, opposite cat, opposite critical role. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With, you know, a group of comics and we do it regularly. But getting the schedule of a stand up comic is just so ridiculous yeah. Yeah. that I couldn't I can't arrange it. So, you know, I've got my Nashville crew. I've got my Huntsville crew. There is talk of a show in Birmingham coming mm -hmm. up. I don't know yet. You heard it here first. Um, but what I will do is I'm getting like one group, one one player from each group, and then maybe a couple other com comedians I know elsewhere in the States, and that will be the streaming show. So kind of, so that'll be yet another Catacombs of Comedians show taking place. It's, I'm, I'm like the Dick Wolf of... <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons comedy. <laughs> I knew Chris would get that one. <laughs> well, yeah, talking about art, here is the Dragon NATO. We looks like a bong. Talked to yes. this guy earlier, and uh, that is cool. Oh, the murder hobo. No, hom homicidal hobo. Homicidal hobo. Okay, Herbert. Yeah, murder hobos just used too much. I told I, the one art direction I gave him on this one is give him an Emmett Kelly look. <laughs> the bindle stiff puts it yeah. over the top for me. And it's uh, it, he's cursed and diseased. So yep. is this just is this just Dan one NPC or is there a whole whole tribe of these guys? There's a whole bunch of them. Okay. Dan, by any chance, have you ever seen the great lost TV pilot Look Well? I don't believe so. Uh, Conan O'Brien and Robert Smigel put together a, a pilot for NBC that NBC rejected because it was too funny. But thankfully, it found its way into the wild. And the premise is it stars Adam West as a guy who was a TV cop back in the 70s. But now it's like 10 years later and he's like scrounging for work. So he decides to he, he starts looking at an honorary police badge he got 10 years ago and decides to go out and use the skills he learned from his TV show to try to solve actual crimes. I love it. It's brilliant. It is absolutely wonderful. And one of my favorite gags in, he, uh, he has to infiltrate a rich person benefit for homeless people. So to infiltrate the homeless people benefit, he walks in dressed as like an Emmett Kelly homeless guy, complete with bindle stiff and exaggerated patches. And in that great Adam West style, excuse me, homeless, excuse me. And it's just, that's one of the things that on my worst day will make me laugh. So, yeah, yeah, I, I appreciate the classic Bindle Stiff image. Oh, my God. I, I found the intro for that. 
you guys want to see 30 seconds um, of the intro? Do of it. Well? Right. It would be interesting to see if YouTube can throw us off for a, for a, for a thing that was never broadcast. Um, we'll, we'll do 15 seconds, but yeah, they like to throw us off. Um, let me make sure I've got the audio shared because really the music is what makes this. Yes. Uh, Chrome tab, share tab audio. All right, there we go. You guys hear that? That's a great intro. Well worth your time ever to track down. I will track that down. We There's not enough Adam West in the world. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I was very, very proud when I met the man himself after three solid hours of people talking to him about Batman. We had a lovely conversation about Look Well. <laughs> and, and in fact, we started laughing so hard talking about Look Well, he actually forgot to finish signing my photo. So I had to loop back around the line just to get him to finish writing his name. And one of those great moments you only get at cons, they said, they said, well, okay, let's ask the guy who's next in line if he minds if he just pop in and do this. And it was a guy that was like in a perfect head-to-toe Riddler costume. And he was so nice about it. And it's like, how many times in your life do you get to say, yeah, the Riddler did me a solid at the show? One of those things nice. that just makes you want to keep going to cons. That's a beautiful thing. Uh, Dan, did you, you launched your Kickstarter during Gen Con. Were you worried about that at all? I, I, I didn't realize it. <laughs> All right, that's cool, man. Yeah, I just whatever. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. Um, no, I mean, like I, you know, if, if I was worried about this was going to make or break it, then I'd be concerned. But you know, I, I think I'd set five hundred as the goal. I think we can do that in tw- you know, it was a total of twenty six days or something like that. Yeah, you got plenty of time, man. You'll be yeah. all right. So, I mean, I'm sure this. This podcast alone, this this stream, it will put it over the edge. And well, why must you mock me, sir? We're the Mighty Banff Podcast, and the boost I mean, you I, get from I, this publicity. I'm going to have to, you know, I'm going to have to hire somebody to help me get everything, mail everything out. You're going to have to hire someone to carry that wheelbarrow full of cash that they get you from Kickstarter. No, so that, hey, Steve can come and get the money himself. Well, there's that, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, when, when they send you that money in a big U-Haul, you need a, a hefty stevador to carry it to your doorstep. So. <laughs> oh, it will be great to make, you know, real money someday doing this stuff. It does happen. It's surprising. But I, but mean, I, I do. I have collected three chip stubs mm-hmm. as a paid dungeon master now. So That's a small and elite club you belong to, sir. Uh, I've yeah. almost, I've, I don't mean to brag, but I've almost made $700. You, that you have exceeded, or uh, you've done, that's about as much money as I've made for comedy in my life. So, <laughs> just uh, doing. I used to gig around uh, Southern and Central Arizona twenty years ago. Jeez, back in the day. So, Dan, it has been a pleasure having you on. Uh, just to recap for our listeners and viewers, the fastest way to find a Kickstarter is tinyurl.com/slash/oddityoffprint, and you can find Dan on the Twitters at. Uh, at danleontaylor.com or if you just do a kickstarter search sorry a search on kickstarter for under off print or you just search on google that comes up pretty quickly as well got about 20 days left it looks like a really fun book uh please uh, support dan he's a great guy he's a funny fellow and he deserves your money so 
And the and and one more final note: this these are limited at ninety nine. Mm. Only on ninety nine copies. Ninety nine copies. Oh, you're doing an offset print run. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. I don't think I, I think I don't I didn't make a big deal about it, but if I think I hit the wrong button and limited it at ninety nine for some reason, so I'm just sticking with it. Okay, so this is a collector's item. Exactly. I think I um, the next update will I'll, I'll maybe I might point that out and say each one will be individually numbered. Uh, just a couple of figurines. All right. <laughs> nice. All right, uh, Chris. Yes. Before I, ra I wrap things up too quickly. Any closing thoughts from you, sir? Uh, yeah, well, I really, I, I just echoing what you're saying about, about, about Dan being a great guy who totally deserves your support. And, and honestly, I think this is your chance to get in on something that you, that you're snow, you'd be able to brag to people. Yeah, this was just, you know, it was, it was just, I got there in the early days and now it's this big, huge thing because it's, it's such a, it, it's such a brilliant idea. And, and really, I mean, if there's anything this world needs more, it's games and laughs. And, and to combine them, man, that's peanut butter and jelly. That's genius. Uh, you know, I, it's a fabulous idea, and it deserves to succeed, and I have every faith that it will. And to throw the word taint around more often. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, God, God be with you, the, the, show, the show that teat is your word. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a perfect mark for your act because I'm giggling like a schoolgirl every time you say taint. I can't even help myself. <laughs> and if like the big bad evil guy in this season of your show was just the taint and he was... Oh, oh, oh you wait and see. Yeah, yeah. All right. Hey, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Let me play our contractually obligated high quality musical outro. <laughs> Uh, it gets better every time. Hey, folks, thanks for listening to this quality, artisanally handcrafted podcast on the BAMP Podcast Network of Podcasts. And we will catch you next time. Take care, all. Thank you. Good night, citizens. <laughs>